0: Hello, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Rebecca F. as in Frank, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Connecticut. Today is Monday, May 11th, 2020, and this is our 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting. Today we are reading from the Big Book, and we are in Chapter 11 A Vision for You on page 156. We will be reading and commenting on the second paragraph, which begins with, At midnight he came home and ends with, Have been repaired in four. Today's readers are Mary G., Mora Z., Craig F., Maria F., and Lisa B. The share ID number for yesterday, Sunday, May 10, 2020 Special Edition meeting is 14,595. That's 14595. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Mary G. to read the OA 12 steps.
1: Good morning, Mary G. Compulsive Overeater, the 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, Made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. 10. Continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. 11. Thought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood Him, praying only for knowledge of His will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as as the result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me be of service. I pass.
0: Thank you, Mary G. I will now ask Maura Z to read the OA-12
2: Traditions.
0: Then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study of the big book and we are in chapter 11, A Vision for You on page 156. We will be reading and commenting on the second paragraph which begins with, At midnight he came home and ends with, Have been repaired in four. I will now ask, Craig
3: F. to go ahead and read that for us. Okay. Yeah, this is Craig F. Recovered in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Thank you. Um, at midnight, he came home exhausted but very happy. He has not had a drink since. As we shall see, he now means a great deal to his community and the major liabilities of 30 years of hard drinking have been repaired in four. Um Interesting short paragraph, but a lot here. Um, He came home at at midnight exhausted. Of course, this is Dr. Bob, and uh, he's a a few days sober. Uh, I can't really figure out how many, but he's uh, 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 a few days sober, and he's been out making his amends. Uh, He was afraid that people uh, would find out he was drinking from his amends, that he had that idea that uh, nobody knew, um, and which wasn't true. And uh, uh, but one of the thing that I noticed the most here, and the thing I identify the most, is this: uh, he came home exhausted but very happy, and he's not had a drink since. Uh, he he found uh, relief and freedom when he when he unburdened himself, when he had when he made amends. When when he faced up to his problem and uh, uh, had had gone about and you know I I said that for me that process every time I made an amends every time I I, I cleared up some little piece of wreckage uh, it felt like a weight a spiritual weight was lifted off of me that the the sky was a little bluer and the air was a little cleaner and and it just felt um, like uh freedom uh coming uh, and that weight of that guilt and that weight of the of the fear and the resentment came off of me and uh so and now he's uh he goes on to become a a great deal to his community. Bob treated an awful lot of alcoholics he was a doctor of course, and he treated an awful lot of people was a Great service, a great counselor, a great sponsor to to uh, a lot of people, and opened up his home and 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 had that kind of that satisfying, fulfilling life that uh, most of us grasp for. You know, um, not had a drink since, and uh, you know I I, I, I know that uh, a lot of people struggle with this idea, but um, he's he's had a he's had enough and he's had a enough to throw himself into the work and he's had enough to know that he uh, that he can't hold back half measures avail us nothing and uh, uh, you know we don't get half credit for half measures so he but he doesn't do half measures here and so as a result uh, a lot of it says the major liabilities and and that's not always liabilities um you know life doesn't become perfect um because we get in recovery but the major liabilities of 30 years of hard drinking were repaired in 4 um, you know i want in my perfectionism i wanted i wanted uh, everything to be repaired all the relationships all, all the all the problems but um you know, in, in in God's time, these things these things uh, repair themselves. You know, we're reminded of steps six and seven, and you know, we we humbly ask God to remove our defects. We don't demand, and and those that repair comes in God's time, and the and the and the repair of these liabilities comes in, in God's time when we surrender and we do the work and uh, Bob did the work, and he did the surrender, and uh, what a model for us to, to take after. And with that, I'm going to pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Craig F. Although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience, too. So, if you would like to share on the second paragraph on page one fifty-six in the big book and didn't share on this meeting this past Thursday or Friday, please press star one to unmute and state your first name and last initial. Lisa B. Lisa P. Maria. There is Lisa B. and someone P. and then Maria F. Who P? Elise N. Oh, Elise. Elisa P. Elisa P and Elise N, wow. No okay, Teresa a, P. Oh Teresa Teresa P and Elise N. Teresa P. Okay. Was there anyone else? Sue so, M. Sue M? hmm Okay. So here's who I heard. Lisa B, Teresa P, Maria F, Elise N and Sue M. Was there someone else? Okay, we'll go
4: with the five of you then. Lisa B., please go ahead. Good morning. My name is Lisa B., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Greenville, South Carolina. And I do spell my name L-E-S-A. Thank you for everyone that's here on the line. Um, The two words that really jump out for me would be exhausted and happy. And I love the word happy because it's something I always wanted to feel. And, um, you know, happy also means contented, joyful and I just felt like I could not achieve that as a feeling in my life and in my being and it was through going through the amends process and, you know, some experience that I wanted to share is that I needed to be careful not to confuse um, spiritual awarenesses with spiritual awakening and each time I would make an amend, I started to feel lit up inside Um, and I started to drag my feet and become kind of sluggish and thinking well I've I've done enough I've been working so hard and that leads me to the word exhausted you know when I started working with my big book guide one time working on the phone with her I I actually fell asleep when we were reading together on the phone That didn't happen again, but in the beginning, it it was exhaustive, this work, because so many walls of denial and barriers were being broken down with each word that we were studying together in the big book. And of course, keeping in mind, I was entirely abstinent, so I didn't have anything numbing me and buffering me. And I'm grateful for my sponsor speaking up to me when I was in the ninth step and saying, you know, I'm concerned about you. You haven't yet made the amends to your father and your husband. And I I was so infuriated when she said that to me. I didn't let her know that, but I was so mad. I thought, what does she want from me? I'm doing everything, everything she's asking. And I called another recovered fellow, and they said, that's great that your sponsor, you know, encouraged you to move on. So almost out of spite, I finally did those two amends, you know, and that's when I realized that I was recovered, when I was sharing with a, a newcomer and I had completed my amends, you know, and the, and I always heard in my AA fellowship, we never complete our amends, but, you know, we really can. But new awarenesses, new memories come back as I'm working with others of amends that I had forgotten about. Um, But I I must do this work in an exhaustive way with the intensity of a drowning person. This is where my freedom lies and my happiness. My happiness is there as I get closer with my higher power, right with myself and right with the world around me. And it's not about the other person accepting me amends because often they don't. But I've done my part. It's water under the dam or over the dam. So with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Lisa B. Teresa P. Hi, this is Teresa P. I was unmuting. Did you uh, call me? I did. Good morning, Teresa P. Good morning. And uh, I'm Teresa P. And a grateful member of uh, uh, Overeaters Anonymous, Recovered. And I get to be recovered. And what a blessing. And I love that uh, passage. uh, He came home. Uh, exhausted and happy. And, you know, and I have found the to be so freeing. And you know, I just uh I you know, I was always um you know, I, I know about well, I didn't really actually know about amends. I knew about confession. I'd confess it and you know, making the amends. Somehow I never got to that part. It's just always going back to oh, I gotta be nicer or whatever. And uh, so what I get to do today is make those amends. And I've um, you know heard a number of ways of doing it. And one of the things that had been suggested to me was like asking the other people what they would like. And, uh, you know, if I don't have any ideas. And, uh, and I did that. When I did that, I've done that several times. And one of the biggest amends I, I needed to make was, of course, to my uh family. Uh, those nearest and dearest get the worst. And uh, so I did ask this one person uh, what immense they would like. And the immense that this person wanted was for me to come and play with, you know, the kids, the grandkids. And so I thought, wow, you know, I can do that. and And I've done that for years. And it's been an incredible blessing for my life and for them. And even yes, I was hiding out yesterday, uh, Mother's Day, and I just didn't want to deal with things. Oh, it's going to be uncomfortable. They might call, or you know, I might need to call, or I should do this. Thank you, you know, for what I've received, and and so and I actually did a ten step on it, and uh, you know the uh, the, uh, the the work, you know, the the not the consequences, but what to do, you know. The, was that makes the call i thought ah oh, geez so i made the call and they weren't there and he got a message but later you know a little bit later they call and i you got to share that with somebody else but later off this person called and so i got to talk to them and not only to that but to the grandkids and i had a wonderful time and you know this is how it is you know i've always i spent so much time hiding out from life because you know it's unc I'll I will feel uncomfortable and I find these things that I, I think are gonna be so uncomfortable and then they're wonderful and just to oh but and they look so happy to see me and talk to me. It's just like oh this is absolutely wonderful and how wonderful um program is because it has given me an opportunity to live life, to be a part of life and rather than trying to control or hiding out, but just to let go more and you know, let God. Okay, God, what do you want nice. me to do? And uh, that's my time. And so God always has a great answer. He has the answer. So thank you for letting me share my path. Thank you, Teresa P. Maria S.
5: Good morning, everyone. My name is Maria F. In Frank. And I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Ireland. And thank you for your service, Rebecca. Yeah, and Dr. Bob, he writes home, as it says, exhausted and happy, and he's happy because he's just completed the step nine process. And uh, yeah, in this paragraph, I'm reminded um, of the promises on on page 83 of the big book and the line where it says, we're going to see a new freedom and a new happiness. And here we see the promises are coming true for Dr. Bob. He's happy and he's free after making those amends. And I think it's probably a very significant day in, in Dr. Bob's life. It's June 1935 and the day that Dr. Bob has his last drink and also the day that he makes his amends. And i mean, all the speed of which he makes those amends. It takes him one evening. He makes all his amends in four hours. Um, and I can't say that I did my amends in four hours. And, and I think it's incredible that he did. And what's even more incredible that within two days, um, himself and Bill are in a hospital working with alcoholic number three. They didn't waste any time. They just got to it and, and they took action. And and this paragraph brings me to, yeah, reflecting my own amends. And I can remember dreading one particular amend. And yeah, it didn't go my way. You know, it didn't go the way that I thought it would go. And the person was still very angry with me after the amend. And the truth is that that was hard. But, you know, I was given the grace to be okay with it because I was told that I don't, don't go to the amend with an expectation. It's not about what's in it for me, and nor is it about trying to change anybody else. The purpose of the amend is so that I can get aligned with God because it's God who's the ultimate judge of my amends. Yeah, and it says on page 77 in the big book, we are, direct, we are directed to take the bit in our teeth, to go in a helpful and a forgiving manner. And what this tells me is that I need to check my attitude before I make the amends to make sure that I'm in fit spiritual condition um, and most of all, that I'm right with God, that I only ever need to learn what God wants me to learn. Um, and through the process of those, that's step nine, that, yeah, I got to make amends to people. Um, I never, ever thought that I could forgive, let alone make an amend to. Um, and what helps me most to make an amend is uh, that I send God in ahead because I cannot do this on my own. I absolutely need God's help. And I just visualise the amend sent God to Him before me. Um, and the amend is about change. It's about change. It's about changing my behaviour. Um, and and for me, the amend process is also about a genuine desire for trying to become a better person because I want to be a better person. It's about practising these steps, you know, to the best of my ability um, in order to bring about that change and developing that skill set that i can use every day because these amends will come up every day and i need that design for living that keeps my behavior yeah it keeps it at the forefront of my awareness and um, and for me this happens by daily practice of step tens because if i'm not practicing step tens i won't even be aware that i need to make an amends thank you Um that's great thank you i'll pass thank you
0: maria f
5: elise
0: n
6: Hi, good morning, and thank you for your service. Um, I've gone through the steps a number of times, and um, it's very freeing to make amends. Um, and it, it can be daunting and scary, and that's why um had a sponsor. We would write out, um, sometimes I would write out a script of what I wanted to say. Um, she would say it, better to do them in person than to do them on the phone but if that was what I the only thing I could do that's what I would do and um, I never really had one come out badly I do know I have one daughter and she's really a riot she doesn't like these emotional things and I had made amends to her before and my sponsor insisted that I make amends to her and I was like you know she's not going to like it so I went to make amends to her and she said to me, You are socially off. She's so funny. And she called her friends too. Her French was laughing and she called her friend to tell me to tell her what I did. So that was one of them. So but I didn't get too uh upset about that. Um the one thing I would like to add to this is that I was holding on to resentments for years and years. Um and never letting them go. And finally I heard somebody in programs say that there's something that I might be resenting that, you know, I really didn't have a part in it. Like when I was bullied at school, I really didn't have a part in it. I might've not looked, you know, I might've had habits that were,
3: you know, I might've had things
6: that made me more to be more of a target, but I didn't deserve what happened to me. And so I was, and carrying it for 15 you know for like 40 years and finally um it was just about accept, you know accepting it for what it was and and not he said the only thing you're doing is um, the only thing only part in it i had was playing a victim for so many years and wouldn't it be great if i wasn't a victim anymore and i was able to let that go and now I'm able to really. um, I'm really able to. If I would see the people that picked on me, I'm way beyond it. I'm I'm neutral to it, and even beyond it, that I could say hello and how are you and how's everything going. Not even not even an issue, and it was an issue for so many years. So um, I just wanted to give a plug for for neutrality in all areas um and uh and I think we have such an advantage right now with this virus it's I hear so many people being so so worked up about so many things, and I'm a therapist, I hear so much Bye. and i what and um grateful that I have a place to go to talk. Thank you Bye.
0: Thank you, Elise and. I'm not sure if the next person is Sue or Phil M. Is there a Sue um, M?
7: Hi. Um, I might get the name changed to Sue. <laughs> I do like it. Sorry. Uh it's the way I talk. Um Phil M is my name. Phil and, Phil. <laughs> and I live in County Craig Fergus in Northern Ireland no thank you rebecca for your service really appreciate it and really appreciate everyone's shares and everyone who's here making this uh, meeting possible thank you all so much um it is a very powerful uh paragraph do you know where he has completed his um uh, you know his his amend the amend part is something you know i was really terrified of and the one big one that my first Uh, sponsor encouraged me to make was to check with my husband we were separated and um, I was making use of our double account really without his explicit say so and she encouraged me to say you know to speak to him and check that he was okay with it I was so terrified my whole future I saw was going to be you know determined by by his answer and to put know myself in that position of vulnerability was just so scary but he was a very kind man and um, said it was fine and that just was was amazing and that was a great great relief Um, and um, just this morning excuse me um i was shown how i can take a next step towards sorting uh financial difficulty that has been going on for 35 years Um, and um, I I can't believe that God has so gently led me to to open my eyes to see what the next step is and it's not about waiting for the person I rang two weeks ago to do her bit it's about me doing the next step and I'm just so grateful that God is so gentle and the realization that it doesn't matter what I've done in the past, where I've been, or any of us, do you know, that our element is God, is love. Just a fish, is it, as a fish is in the sea, cannot get away from the water. We cannot get away from God's love. And that's just amazing to me. And I love this program. And I'm so, so grateful. With that, I'll pass.
0: Thanks, Phil. And... So we have time for more names, but I just want to put out there that if you haven't shared at this meeting in the past uh, this past Thursday or Friday, and would like to share on the second paragraph on page one fifty six, then you could give me your first name and last initial if you'd like to.
2: Sam S.
0: Sam S. Anyone else?
8: Mm-hmm.
0: Was it Sam? Yeah. Dion R. Sam S. Sorry about that. And then who was after Sam that just spoke this up? This is Rachel. I, I heard Rachel. Dion R. Oh, Dion. That's who it was. Dion R. Yeah. Anyone else? Marge O. Marge O. That room for three more. Okay, we'll go with Sam S, Rachel E, Dion R, Marge O, and then we'll take more names later. Sam S, please go ahead.
9: Good morning, thank you for your service. My name is Sam S. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Bristol, Rhode Island. I I really am enjoying this section of a vision for you and um, it's interesting because um, the last time that I worked through um, this past time that I worked through the steps and I got to um, step eight and nine, I mentioned to my sponsor, oh, you're going to have to help me because, you know, I've done mostly living amends and it was, I could like hear the breaks. (laughs) I could hear the breaks like, What? So I actually a lot of it in my soul just kind of didn't feel right because I'd done so many living amends, and we actually went through every amends that I had done in my three years of program, and I had to redo a lot of them. And you know, there were some that like I was singing the meatloaf song, I'll do anything, but I won't do that. And we sat down and and really had um, you know, I uh, reread through the book and. I redid them, I redid them, or I did them, I should say. And there were a lot of people that I, I just didn't didn't want to, um, didn't feel like I had to, um, did, certainly didn't think I needed to. And there were a lot of amends that I thought that I owed that I really didn't because of the way that I thought about someone. And those were the amends that like, I wanted to be like, I wanted to go right into. But the actual living amends process it was it was scary and that built up energy and it was exhausting and coordinating and you know we're finally getting to do the amends process and really getting those promises those promises that we are told when we do it it will happen um and the freedom that came from it, it was just so amazing and i can i can feel the difference from before when i said well this is my living amends to looking somebody in the eye and saying like this is why i'm doing it and and just the admission to someone of where I am uh what I've done, and how i'm how i'm you know would like to make that amends and change with the help of God and this program really opens it up and it and, you know nobody can see God if I'm um doing it in the background, you know, but actually being honest with someone and I had some really positive experiences um you know some that weren't so great but some positive. And it allows me now, um, you know, living in 10, 11, and 12, to be able now to see when I don't want to, I shouldn't have to, and doing the next right thing and how much clearer I feel and and closer to my higher power. So this is just such a beautiful process. But someone had told me in the beginning. (laughs) I would not have thought so. (laughs) So thanks so much.
0: Thanks so much, Sam S. Rachel
10: E., Hi, hello, dear Rebecca, and hi to all my sweet, darling friends there. So beautiful to be together. Uh, you all know that, uh, first of all, I, I can't even, there are days I can't remember my name, but I know that more than three days passed, and I'm in this new situation in a this um, assisted living, assisted dying place, where I have to make a decision whether this is where I want to be. And it's coming up to two and a half months. I told them that I'm safe for three months at the most, and make my decision. And it's not easy. So, uh, but to be in this beautiful paragraph, you guys are at midnight. He came home, right, Rebecca? At midnight, he came home. That's the paragraph. Hello. I'm sorry, Marcel.
0: What? Yes, where, I'm here. What was that?
10: This is the paragraph. At midnight, he came home exhausted. Oh, right, it's correct. This, yes, this, I apologize I, yeah. I it could That's not get in right from the beginning. So I, I just want to talk about something fascinating here that is part of the history of uh, when um, in the when uh, when uh, AA came of age and what this situation was that midnight. He just got off that horrible. Um that horrible um spree that he the the vendor that he had, and when he came home he came home and when his secretary brought him home when he came back from that convention where he got drunk he he um he had to operate the next room next day he had an operation scheduled for the next day, and this is told there in the book how his wife and Precious and may she rest in peace. And and Bill were trying all night to sober him up with what they thought was the remedy was was the tomato juice and sauerkraut, and to steady his hands. So when he went out the next morning to the hospital, it was quite a day. And he didn't come home after the operation. And he went to make those amends. It's so incredible for me, you know that right from there he went to thank God and complete his, his step nine. And he didn't come home till midnight. So you can imagine, I, I, can, I can imagine how they were trembling Anne and Bill in the house of where he is and how. And they didn't say how many phone calls they made. They probably didn't. They, they relied on God and waited for him to come home. And he came home a different person. And it's incredible. The other thing I wanted to say is, please tell me because I didn't that um, uh, what was he making amends for to all these people? I mean, he didn't rob them. He did not. He maybe didn't give them the complete care, but he did something worse than that. He operated on people being drunk. So he went to people to apologize. It's it's a miracle that he didn't harm anybody really. And we he, hear that God was with his hand. Yes, I, I will stop. Just that um, um, he had very few clients left because it must have been known. And as it says, it was known. He thought that he keeps it a secret. Thank you for being there, and I love you all, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Raquel. Dionne R. Hello? Dion.
11: Oh yes, can you hear me? Hi.
0: Yes. Good morning. Okay.
11: Good Dion. morning. Good morning. Hi everyone, and thank you. This is Dion R. Uh, grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater, from the seemingly hopeless state of mind and body, and very grateful today to hear and be reminded of that coming home exhausted. always oh, we uh, says at midnight, he came home exhausted. This seems to be sticking out more than anything, but the second part of that sentence but very happy. Oh, my God, that's the difference between recovery and not for me. I can lay down now on my head on a pillow and say, ah. Oh, even when I'm exhausted, that's sense sense of awe with no regrets. Oh, my God, that's priceless. Um, but in the past, in the food or whatever, um, I would come home and uh, exhausted midnight or after whenever uh, and, um, oh my God! I was not very happy. I was hiding my head under the pillow, trying not to remember, or think, or you know, or feel, you know. And when uh, HP Show brought this program to me, the God of my and to uh, give me a whole new way of looking at things and dealing with them, and not running from them. Oh my goodness! It's it's that's priceless. And if uh, whatever lens I have to go to for recovery being led by a higher power, and uh, that's the big part of it, not by people, but being led by God, my understanding, I do work in these steps, I can walk through anything and be all right, that's just where I'm at today, it's not bragging on me, I give all the credit to Readers Anonymous, another 12-step program, and my mostly in all my higher power, uh, and that's that's so wonderful. I, I look, thinking about Bob when hes I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, Dr. Bob, when later he said, oh, no, I'll do a lot of stuff, and I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to miss this, and da da da, da. And, and shortly after, I said, oh, I think it was on, like, page 155, it's like he went on a roar, you know, he went right back um, to drinking. He lost control, uh um, it became, and then after me, like, being whooped by uh, life, and you know, first I stop. Oh, I'm drinking the drug, I'm cool. And then I got to it when I when Lord, or well, HP removed that from me, and I was able to to uh, cease fighting on drugs and alcohol. He, you know, I I got the blessing to really get with the problem that's been uh, with me. Uh, the this, I'm sorry, the uh, antidote I used from a birth, I guess, or childhood, or whenever. where I would run the food. That was the that was that was it. So to be able to uh, let me say his problems. Uh, earlier When he ma- had mastery over it I'm not saying I had mastery over it But I do know I don't have to drink, drug, or use people Places or things Or food Anymore uh, To get that sense of Ah Anymore <laughs> Today I can just keep working the steps Work with others uh, And uh, the miracle happens Steps 10, 11, and 12 Save my uh um, Self um, Save myself uh, Um Um Many times. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you for allowing me
0: to Thank you, Deanna. Marge O. Good
12: morning, everybody. This is Marge O. Sitting in the parking
0: lot of Buckstown, Massachusetts,
12: at the uh, Oncology Treatment Center and enjoying the sun and um, loving this paragraph because it describes it so well. I always feel like the men that... Uh, in the early days especially, had tons and tons of courage. I don't know that I could have done all that they did and uh, had a career and a family, but they seemed to pull it off.
6: So
3: my attitude
12: often is, if they can do it, I can do it. So, But I just wanted to talk about Step 9, 8, and 9 for a bit. You know, making my list wasn't so hard, but going forward in Step 9. And I had no idea what kind of freedom I would have when... I did my step nine and that I dragged it out to one. And there was a couple that I was so, so intimidated by. I was sure I would be thrown out of the family. And um, that isn't, that isn't what happened at all. And I had let that get in my way, so to speak, and um, affect my eating habits, affect my out, my my outside personality, so to say, And um, it was all a big act. I was scared to death all the time. And I would think about that so often and keep that in the forefront of my mind. It wasn't in the back of my head. It was always, what if they find out? What if they find out? And they found out because I had to talk about it and I had to tell them and I had to change my ways. And if it weren't for 12-step programs, I would not have been able to change my ways. I tried that often on my own. I forgot to bring God and My program people along with me often, and then I remembered because once I started to pay attention and let my ego step down a little bit—that's the way to say it—I let it, I pushed it away and said, "God, you need to help me with this. I just can't live with this anymore." So it was a um, a long haul, and there was no need. And I wish I'd had the courage to do it far earlier in program, but I didn't. So it's done, and then I'm much happier and less exhausted. So with that, I'll pass, and thank you.
0: Thank you, Marjo. We have time for a few more shares on the second paragraph on page 156, if you haven't shared on Thursday or Friday of last week and would like to. Carmella Liz G. E. Mark L. Okay, stop there. I heard Mark L. You'll be the third. And who are the two before Mark?
2: Carmella G.
0: Oh, Carmela G. E. And Liz, Liz E. E, is, is it? B. And then boy. Got. Did they you say Liz? I yeah. yeah, I gotcha. Okay, so it's Carmella G., Liz B., and Mark L. Thank you so much. Carmella G., go right ahead. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Rebecca, for your dedicated service and for everyone who's on the line this morning and for all the beautiful shares. I am, Carmella G., a grateful compulsive overeater, recovered from New York, Um I didn't really think I had anything to share, but as I sat here uh, looking at the cloudy sky and um, I was going back and, and thinking about Bob and remembering when I made my first amends and prior to going into program, how egotistical I was and how full charge. I was in charge. I was credentialed. The the diseased personality of someone who had such righteous indignation. And I thought about Dr. Bob, because I am, um, I'm a nurse and I'm in that profession and realizing the egos of physicians and for him to have to go out and do this. What a humbling experience he had to go through. But yet he did it. And he did it because his higher power was with him. And I, when I, when I, after I did my inventory and I made my list of amends and I had to go back The self-righteous woman had to go and make an appointment, make an appointment with the staff that she had belittled and bullied and berated. But I did in the humbling, not humiliation, the first time in my life that I felt truly blessed that I could be humble enough to say I made a mistake in the way I corrected you. The staff, there were two nurses there, and the one that I was making the amends to wanted to sit with the other one because they were afraid of this bully, this boss they had. And I said, of course. So between the the three of us, I just fessed up and said it. And I, I could just feel myself being directed as to kindness. And they never saw this side. Yes, they knew I was a caring person because that's, that was my role. I had to be caring. Otherwise, I wouldn't even be in that profession. But I was no longer Madam Full Charge. I was a human being being directed by a higher power. And this is a gift that has grown every day. And as they say, this Hi. program's a design, thank you, a design for living. And that's where I am. I'm living it, living in the steps, and my family is benefiting. So thank you so much, and have a beautiful day. And I pass. Thanks, Carmela G. Liz B. Hi, Liz E. from uh, Bristol,
10: mm-hmm. England. Go
0: can you right hear me? Liz e. Yes, Liz E., I beg your pardon. Can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me, Liz E.? I can, yes. Great. Hi, Liz E., Bristol, England. Yep. Um, I've been in a range of OA fellowships, and um, I've recently joined a vision for you, And wow, what an amazing fellowship you are. So I'm just so grateful for all of you to be here. I'm so grateful to have found an amazing sponsor. And um, just uh, love this program and so grateful for everyone doing service here today. So what I love about this paragraph is the hope that it gives me that I have not achieved. And wow, what an amazing thing that you know all the mess and chaos of 30 years he was able to really make an impact on repairing it in four years so that's an amazing ratio and uh an amazing message and i'm just so grateful for the hope and love on this call really and um that's that's me for today thank you i'll pass Okay, Lizzie, thank
8: you for sharing. That was quick. Mark L. My name is Mark L. Um post over here from Hawthorne, Connecticut. I uh, make it quick for some more people to cheer. Uh that's that, that night, that bit word, direct amend. <laughs> oh my gosh. How can I make a amend to peop, a person who living so far away from me? Oh, um, but I would rather make a man directly to that person personally, because if I probably call them and say I'm sorry, they probably would say bump them, hang up with me. But man, I got to if I want to get better and 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 achieve dumb promises in my life, I got to, and that that is a mandatory process to me. I got to meet a man to that person, you know. If if they don't want to accept it, don't matter. It 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 makes me better uh, by getting them out. I'm mm, gonna do that. It feels good to do that. And that I love today, and I pass.
9: Thanks,
0: Mark L. We have time for one or maybe even two more shares if anybody else wants to share on uh, that second paragraph on 156, and didn't share on Thursday or Friday. Deborah M. Deborah Deborah M. I think that will do it. Thank you. You have three minutes. Go right ahead. Yes.
13: Good morning. Thank you all for your service. So appreciate this this call and this meeting. Um. We talk about Dr. Bob having to go out and make amends, and certainly that's the leveling of the pride that the big book talks about and the humility that it took for him to go do that and These steps are built upon one after the other and at that point, he had already gone through his inventory, he had you know shared it with Bill, and he made um, he really looked at himself and where he had messed up and where he needed to clean up his side of the street. Often, at least for me, I can only speak of, I needed, when I started looking at my resentments and what I needed to do at the same time, same other side of the coin, is those people had harmed me also, some of them. And there was a real struggle with forgiveness. And I just wanted not to skip that process for so many of us before we can go and make amends um we have to come to grips with maybe some unforgiveness that we have i have in my own heart I can't go make amends and i had to do that um it took a long time sometimes to really release people and forgive people in my heart and then i was able to see my side of the street and then be able to go and make amends which When I did take that time with a wonderful sponsor and seeing my side of the street and looking at the forgiveness, going through that process of really, really looking and releasing and forgiving and accepting, then it was so freeing to go and make those amends because the resentments weren't there. So I think that's all I wanted to just interject that process that often forgiveness is really needed. Um, We can't go make amends if we haven't forgiven. It'll be an ugly, ugly
0: thing (laughs) if we do that first. So that's all I have to share. I pass. Thanks, Deborah. Um, Anyone want to share for one minute?
6: I'll share them, Liz. Liz Okay, did you say Liz?
1: Liz G. Spinsberry,
0: Connecticut.
1: Liz G., go ahead. Uh, hi, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, I'm a compulsive overeater, sugar addict. Um, my favorite movie was Cinderella. So it starts, with, this paragraph starts with at midnight, he came home exhausted but very happy. I think of Cinderella going to the ball and dancing around and being exhausted but happy. And she turned back into her old self when she got home at the strike of midnight, but with this program, I turn into a better me. That's all i got to say. Have a fun day.
0: Thanks, Liz G. Well, um, let's see. Where did I leave off? Thank you, everyone, for your participation in this meeting and for the opportunity to be of service. There's someone who's unmuted. The share ID number for this meeting, Monday, May 11th, 2020, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, is 14,599. That's 14599. Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. We will now close with the reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Uh, I made a mistake in my notes. We'll um, Maria F, please read A Vision for You. Our book is meant to be suggestive only to the end of the page.
5: Thanks, Rebecca. My name is Maria F, Recover compulsive Reader. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick.